Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a weekly message from Jesus. As you probably know by now, each week we try to bring you words of inspiration, love, faith, all of them channeled directly from the energy of God. It's an amazing miracle. I did a video about another amazing miracle. It's about the Shroud of Turin, and it shows what Jesus really looked like. Let's show a little picture here, maybe. That is a picture of the Shroud of Turin and a computer symbolization of what, our, what Jesus looked like on the day of his crucifixion. It's a pretty amazing photo. I have a whole video up. I invite you to go listen to it. It's one of the most amazing videos you will ever listen to. So our father is here. He's waiting for us. Why don't we begin? Hello, everyone. Yes, Barry just showed you an image. He showed you an image from the cloth that they used to cover me after my crucifixion. It is indeed a miracle of what you're looking at because that image, that image was created when I resurrected. That image is one of the greatest miracles that has ever been done on this earth. You see, there was no technology then. There were no cameras. There was no painting. That was simply a piece of cloth, and because of the great energy of my resurrection, it recorded my image. It's a miracle. You see, today you don't have the energy to do that. If you take time to listen to that video, you'll have a totally new understanding of just what powers I truly have. There are many, many things that I can do to help humans. And I continuously do all of them. Many humans choose to ignore that I'm trying to help them. Many humans won't even accept the fact that I truly lived and that God truly exists and that heaven exists. You see, many humans think they're a lot smarter than I am. Maybe they are in great wealth, and maybe they think of themselves as a god, but they're not. There's only one god, however you want to refer to me. I'm the god of all religions. You see, I sent my messengers back for all the different world religions. I sent back the prophet Muhammad, sent back Buddha, I set back many of the human members of the Hindu faith. I did many, many things through the years so that humans would be able to advance in the realms of heaven. You see, that's all that I want. I want humans to open their mind, and I want them to think for themselves. And I want them to come to conclusions. The conclusion I want them to come to is that it is the best thing they can do to lead a good life. What's so hard about that? Human nature, human nature can be very strange. 
There are many that would rather hurt others for their own self-benefit. There'll be a time when they return, and they will return, that their guides will look them, look at them, and will point out exactly the problems that they had with their lives. I don't want people to fail in their lives. I want them to do good. I want them to do all the things that humans can do to help others. I want them to guide the young. I want them to guide them on a path of love and coexistence. Many of the young today are being taught hatred. It's very sad. Many of them today are being taught that other individuals should be hated and possibly even killed. There's no justification for that leadership. That leadership will, those people that are leading in that manner will realize when they return as well the grave mistakes that they made. They may be some of the most brilliant people to walk the earth. They've come to these conclusions, and I do not know how they do it. There's no logical reason to go out and kill others. Now, perhaps a peacemaker must do that in order to protect others. There are people so psychotic that they will take lives, that they'll, they have absolutely no conscience. Those people need to be taken out of civilization. They need to be put in incarceration, or if they take lives, they need to understand the great equality of losing their own. Why do people behave the way they do? Well, part of it's my fault. I gave them free will and egos. I wanted a human life to truly be a test. I didn't want it to be easy. I wanted it to be difficult. I wanted humans to make decisions every day of their lives that will determine how they're judged. Many people intentionally ignore my words. Many people simply want self-betterment. They want wealth. They want all the trappings that go with wealth. But they often forget that all this great wealth quite often leads to great problems as well. Many people think that others just simply want their wealth. They live a paranoid life. Instead of enjoying what they have, they try to defend what they have. Each individual has to ask themselves, just how much wealth do you need? I think that you would be surprised to find out that you really don't need that much. Some of the happiest people that walk the earth have no, have no wealth, but they have this wonderful feeling in their heart that they're doing what is right, that they're helping others. They're following a path of love and a path of coexistence, and they are doing what I want them to do. 
many of the wealthiest people in the world are not doing what I want them to do. Their short life will soon come to an end and they'll truly understand the opportunity that I gave them. Wealth is a blessing. If we do not bless you, you will not have great wealth. If you do not use that great wealth, your future lifetimes will be much more difficult. Many people do terrible things. And then I hear this prayer, Father, forgive me, show me mercy. But these same people would never, ever go out and show mercy or forgiveness to others. You see, prayers do not have to be answered. They can be, and in many instances they are. When people ask reasonable requests, maybe something like, Father, guide me so that I can help others, there'll be a line of angels coming to you to help. I understand. You see, you cannot hide from me. You can't hide from my angels. We know what is taking place. You may think you can mislead us, but you cannot. The truth will prevail. You may not like it, but I guarantee you that the truth will always prevail. When you're tempted to tell a lie, don't do it. It is very difficult for a person to be a proficient liar. They have to focus all the time on what, on their words and remember what they've said. Because what they've said, by definition, is not true or accurate. So they don't have, shall we say, a cheat sheet of looking at reality and understanding what they said and how it affects the reality of what really took place. It's so much easier to tell the truth than you never have to have have to worry. The truth is very easy to repeat. A lie is very difficult. Many people have built their lives on lies. Many countries have done the same. If you look at the history of Russia, they've entered many negotiated agreements. They've told the other party that we will do this for you if you do that. The other party does that, and then they do what they want and break the agreement. They're chronic liars. I hope that doesn't upset someone, but I really don't care. There's no other way around it. Why do you think countries want to hide the true history? Because they do not want others to know the extent to which they will go to lie and hunt and hurt others. You're seeing many things today. You're seeing elections around the world. You're seeing politicians that will basically say whatever will help them get elected. It's nothing new. This has been going on since 
politicians were created. It's a long time ago. Countries like ancient Greece, they had great politicians, great minds. But they failed. If you really pay attention, you'll realize that all of the great civilizations have failed. Where do you think that takes place? It takes place because people lie. They mislead the people. They seek out great wealth, power. They forget about the people. It's the people of a country that are the most important part of it. Not the politicians. It's only in the mind of the politicians that they think they are the most important. They want to get in front of your cameras. They want to get on your microphones. They want to speak. They want all the trappings of personal power that they can get. Sad. Because in spite of all those trappings, they're probably still lying to the people. They're misleading. They're not doing what it takes to make a country great. You see, there's certain guidelines that countries should follow. They should be trustworthy. You should be able to trust another country in the agreements that they make. If they don't, if they continuously break these agreements, you cannot negotiate with them. You can't. You can't trust them. It's as simple as that. When you can't trust a country, you have to treat them differently. You have to be able to defend yourself against countries such as that. Same with a person. If a person lies to you continuously, get away from them. Why would you spend time with someone like that? Because you know you can't trust them. You've all heard the term, they'll stab you in the back. Well, they will. You can rest assured. You will be much happier if you do not spend time with such people. I continuously tell you to remove toxicity from your lives. It's very difficult to be around a toxic individual, country, business, whatever, and live a happy life. You see, toxicity is evil energy, just another form of it. There's many forms of evil energy. The toxicity of others can lead you to destroying your own life. It can destroy your family. What happens if you are working in an environment where you cannot trust anyone? You come home and you take it out on your family because you're very frustrated. You shouldn't. But human nature dictates that somewhere you have to have an outlet for those emotions that are built up. If you destroy your family life because of what is taking place at your work, you will have literally nothing. You will eventually not have a job and you won't have a family. So wouldn't it be easier just simply to 
remove the toxicity, find another employment, and be happy. You see, if you're not happy in your job, in your life, then it is impossible for you to have a happy family. You must do good. You must go forth and you must help others and you must understand the requirement that it is only through living a good life that you will be far happier in the remains of that incarnate life and when you return to heaven. Why would anybody want to be unhappy when you can do something about it? Many people can't do anything about it. They get stuck in situations. We try to guide you and we try to give you information to lead you away from these situations. But quite often individuals make their own decisions that lead them into situations that create great unhappiness. The decision-making process of how you live your life is one of the great areas where you can find answers through prayer. There's nothing we want more than for you to be happy. Nothing we want more for you to show love. And there's nothing we want more than for you to coexist with your neighbors, to live a good life, to not show anger, to not show hatreds, and especially to forgive others. All humans will have people wrong them. There's no way out of it. But it is up to you to forgive. Do not come to me in prayer and ask for forgiveness from me if you are unwilling to forgive yourself. Do all that you can to lead a good life. If you do that, success in many things is just around the corner. So I bless all of you today. Thank you for listening. I bless all of you many times, and many of you feel those blessings and repay it by showing kindness and love to others. So we will return again next week, and I will have some more messages for you. So thank you so much. It's always an honor and a pleasure to speak with those of you that want to hear my words. Goodbye. Thank you, Father. Another powerful message. They all are. They're all available on my YouTube channel. It's in my name, Barry Strom. You can see over 150 of them. You can look at any subject you want to look at and hear the words of God tell you how to respond to that subject. So we'll be back again next week. Thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.